Welcome back, everybody, to the Dom and Colin podcast for coverage of the Challenge All-Stars 3. That's right. We are underway here in the Challenge All-Stars 3. It's the third edition of this uh, spinoff show that just started uh, only, well, like a year and change ago. It's crazy how uh, how much they're cranking these out. Uh, but we are here to cover the third edition of it. Very excited to do so. Of course, I am Matt alongside my co-host back for the ride here with me, Brian Scally. Scally, how are you? Hello, hello. I am good. I'm excited to be back. I got new shoes just for the occasion. They still have the stickers on and everything. Um, I am excited. Back for All Stars Three. We've got a nice little break, but that is no longer. Yeah, and uh, this this is a different feel this, to this challenge, at least uh, through two episodes, uh, which is also p- part of the different feel. Uh, we're starting off with uh, two full hours of Challenge All Stars Three to get us, you know, to to whet our appetite and a lot going on already. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've gotten like extended episodes in the past, but um, I don't know. This felt like two bigger episodes than uh, a past all-star season to lead off so yeah. i was definitely excited that we got so much to talk about already yeah and uh, was this a long enough break for you since uh, we, well, uh, the, last said goodbye it's well no it's not uh much too long from you but uh i don't what? know i feel <laughs> i'm looking to get back in here to talk to you but in terms of the challenge i thought we still had a couple weeks and then all of a sudden you were like it premieres tomorrow and i was like oh okay um did so happen, yes. <laughs> it did sneak up on me but you know long enough i well i i think it's because i thought that it was going to be last week while we were all together um mm-hmm. i thought that that's when it premiered and then luckily it was the week after so we had time to you know uh get ready <laughs> and then you thought you had another week besides that so uh yes, no yes. but it's back and uh yeah i mean i feel i feel fine uh you know there's i, I feel like there's been uh like th- what like two and a half if not three months since uh we said goodbye to season 37 um and or maybe all stars i don't know what, what the timeline was but either way we're here now for all stars three i'm excited and of course also excited because we have a guest with us somebody that we spent a lot of time with last week uh and we had this uh discussion that hey you're watching all stars three you better come talk to us and she said absolutely i won't um but if you force me to i'll be here anyway so uh asia welch is with us today asia how are you I'm doing well. I'm so excited to be here talking the challenge on a podcast for the first time. So I'm very, very excited. Wow. I was, yeah, I was thinking that, you know, since it's three of us, we should call ourselves the authority. Okay. Oh, you know, I like it. There's a ring to it. <laughs> do we need three more? Right. I think we do. I think we do. So that, that might be difficult, but All right. it's okay. We'll figure it out. I mean, figure out the next three in here. It, it wouldn't be hard to narrow it down to, but but eventually when we had to make like like the the serious cuts, that would be tough, right? And then like which of you two would be the one sabotaging? Ooh, that's Ligori. No, no, don't <laughs> even try. Everybody knows that you lie through your teeth on a daily basis. Oh no 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 no. Anyway, uh, Asia, this is your first ever challenge talk on on air ever. Yeah, ever wow. ever. Um, yeah, I've always watched, um, I, so I would say I started sometime before, like my greatest memory is like fresh meat one, but I definitely started f- seasons before that. Cause I've always watched real world. I never watched road rules. And so I, you know, I vividly rem- remember like Anissa's season of real world. Like, wow. um, yeah. So like probably we were all alive watching for that? real world. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was watching real world uh, definitely 
when I was not old enough to be watching Real World, but that was a nice segue into the challenge because just wanting to see more of them. Mm-hmm. And I've just always enjoyed watching it. Of course, the seasons these days are so long, um, but I keep up and it's just a, it's just always a good watch. Um, I think it's interesting how they try to navigate you know, the amount of strategy each season they try to, I think the competitions are always kind of pretty cool. You know, some seasons, sometimes they're they're really hard to follow, but overall I enjoy the challenge and I'm very excited to talk about it. Well, let me ask you real quick though, uh, out of like the three major shows, I feel like that, you know, uh, or at least the, maybe the, maybe my three major shows. Maybe other people have. You know, I don't know if you have like married for married at first sight, like in, in your top three reality shows at the moment. <laughs> but like when you're talking challenge, Survivor, and Big Brother, like how do you rank the three? Yeah. Okay. That's very interesting. Uh, yeah. Married at first sight is a different breed. So I wouldn't even <laughs> have that in the conversation. Um, <laughs> um, so I would definitely rank them in terms of just uh, just my I guess. Maybe my knowledge, like, so I guess my knowledge of them, I guess that kind of, uh, it, it matches up to like my investment in the Mm -hmm. show. I would say big brother, then survivor, then the challenge. Okay. Even though I always, I mean, I always watch all three. It's just like the challenge is always like a casual watch. Like I can eat some dinner, watch. I'm not, maybe not be, I may not be into every single conversation. Right. Whereas like, I'm not watching big brother and survivor like that. Like I'm tuned yeah. in. <laughs> I mean, putting any of those shows in third for any of us, is like, Oh, you're still in the top 1% of fans. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Survivor's kind of slipping for me. So it's not, I'm not sure I could say the same. A lot of people watch it. You're in the top one. <laughs> so. oh, 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 I think I misunderstood yes. what you said. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Just curious. Um, since like you said, Asia, you had never been on a challenge podcast before. Maybe now that this is going to like, maybe this will spark some kind of like, you know, deep seated interest in you to start your own challenge podcast or destroyed us every week either way and uh, (laughs) and become number one. I don't know. Um, So, Scally, we have these two big episodes here. Um, Do we do we just start at the top and and work our way down? Are there highlights? Is there anything from not from the show that we need to get into first? Where do we where do we bounce into this thing? Yeah, I'm down. I mean, if unless you have any like big picture things to go off right at the top, I'm good to jump into episode one. Okay, Um, Asia, you watched the first two all star seasons and uh, any thoughts on those two? So with the first one, I felt like they were trying to like get their feet wet and which is weird because I'm like, y'all do this. You know what you know what you're doing. You don't have to re reinvent the wheel. You don't have to figure things out again. So the fact that there was only one winner, which, of course, they've done before. But with this cast and think of like these people have been out of the game for a while. I thought that was just really challenging, (laughs) Um, (laughs) especially for like you have. You know, you had Yes, who was in amazing shape, and then the guys who've been on, like, recent seasons, and then, what, you had Anissa, and then everyone else was from, like, years ago. So I just felt like the women were such a disadvantage that first season, so I'm glad that they're sticking to this season, like, a man and a a woman as uh, two winners, so that, you know, can kind of level the playing field. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy watching both of them and I love how they gave us flashbacks from their original seasons. Like they definitely, um, are giving us reminders, right, which right. is very nostalgic. So I, I love that. That's like always been my favorite part. And like why, if anybody was watching that, you know, if you want to watch the all-star seasons, not having known 
mostly any of these people, like it's fine. You will learn everything you need to know along the way uh, to get, you know, you're not, are you going to be, you know, a deep seated like historian by the end of it? Absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, you know, if you decide that's what you want to do, jump into it after. Sure. You know, if anybody is uh, just watching the uh, premiere episodes and then played uh, this podcast or maybe the opposite, maybe you're just playing this podcast because it's in your feed. Um, either way, this, uh, I, I definitely always, uh, you know, feel like I can endorse all stars seasons. Uh, these, the ones that they've been doing lately is just, uh, you know, they, they make it a very digestible product and it's people yes. who have been on TV for years now and know what they're doing. Um, and maybe not as far as gameplay goes for some of them, but as far as like being on TV goes, uh, they, they are all creating, uh, some sort of entertainment and they have history with each other. So it's like the real world homecomings, uh, just like all mm-hmm. compacted into one with like all of these people people with all of this history and that's what you know even on on the slower weeks it like the whole overall story of the all-star seasons has been good so that's that's my take yeah i'm glad they're not overdoing it like 10 episodes 45 minutes it's perfect like i feel like it's just enough and it's just enough for them in terms of like time frame in order to like commit mm-hmm. to be away because most of these people have families and they're just in different seasons of their life than they were originally and so i'm so glad that you know it's a it's a condensed format and it's easy for us to watch and even to binge because even uh season one and season two i've binged them like in the past like six months or so mm-hmm. um like just found time to watch them they were really easy to watch which you can't say that about like season 37 right um and speaking definitely of format not. scally i was gonna oh would you say scally I'm saying definitely not for Benson 37. (laughs) (laughs) Please nobody ever do that. Um, Right. (laughs) As if you won't in three years. Me? (laughs) Yeah, I'll say. Don't let me do it. (laughs) If that happens, uh, uh, call for help. (laughs) Please. Uh, Scally, speaking of format, I was going to ask, what do you think of like the, the different bits of format that TJ threw at us here, obviously, uh, that were individual. I mean, we already kind of talked through on uh, some various drafts that the fact that it's like all finalists, like whoop de doo uh, and Naya. Uh, but what do you think of like the different uh, aspects of the game that we've been led into here with, uh, with two episodes so far? Yeah, I wasn't sure if all finalists was actually something that they strived for or if it was something that they kind of ended up almost at coincidence. But uh, through some casting uh through like some of the cast posts on social media it does seem like they specifically went looking for this Uh, i think the pool is deep enough where you can do this and it's not going to hurt the cast Uh, i think the cast overall is very strong some of the players are a little newer than i would have loved uh in terms of like when they originally premiered and or last competed but uh i am good with the casting and excited about the format i like that the like they're not what the challenge is usually pretty good at is like the lifesaver gets broken and no more we don't have it anymore so i'm glad that uh instead of trying to fix it and just inevitably getting broken right away again they just threw it out and we can move on with a clean slate Mm -hmm. asia what do you think so far yeah, I I actually like that they like yes, there are some newer people, but then I do like that they have a couple of people that I don't know cuz I'm like, whoa, like you really went back like Ronnie and Cynthia, I didn't watch their original challenge seasons, but I think they're the only two that I don't know um or that yeah, that I didn't know previously. So I thought that was cool that, you know, it it shows the potential for future mm-hmm. All-Star seasons that they really are going to kind of cast their net wide and kind of find some people because I really don't want it to get to the point 
of being repetitive in the same cast. You know, mm-hmm. we have the same people and then they filter out like five different people. Yeah. So I'm glad about that. And then I do like that this season they are doing the top six to to decide uh, to make these these bigger decisions uh, yeah, about uh, yeah, who's yeah, going yeah. in because they didn't do that the last two seasons. You know, they it, they kind of left it in the hands of, you know, season one, quote unquote, you know, whatever the house wanted to do, which turned into whatever the person competing wanted. I'm glad we're getting into more like a. I, I like that this can mirror the, the the like the original season of the challenge because I mean if you are gonna cast people that are new or like West, they're gonna try to play it that way. So it's interesting seeing people like Tina navigate these like newer strategies mm-hmm. in yeah. politics. I'm really I'm curious to see with the top three um getting to control the vote every week rather than just the winning pair like last season, does that end up in a bigger variety in who is making the decisions on the season? Uh where like, you know, one team may be extremely likely to win week after week and then we kind of get the same same over and over. Or given that like, let's say, yes, who plays as well in both times, like and on a different season, he may not place exactly first, but on most times he's going to place within the top three. So do we see him there very like frequently? Uh, and so I'm curious to see if this mixes it up or actually hurts it. It's just rewarding. I mean, this is uh, the most obvious statement, but it's rewarding the people that are playing hard and winning, you know, trying to win each week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we see them kind of self-govern within the first two episodes to say, well, we're going to also punish the people who are losing, you know, and, and sure, that's a convenient narrative for now. Um, we'll see how long, you know, that kind of, uh, you know, decision making process goes. Obviously, it, it was there in the first episode. And then the second one, uh, they, you know, what did they do? They did. Uh, there was a little bit more personal agendas being pushed maybe in that one. Um, but it's the kind of thing that you can just fall back on whenever, especially when you have a big group. It's like very easy to kind of push the blame off on onto other people, which makes a little bit of, I guess, hard storytelling. Um, I was seeing a little bit on Twitter back and forth of Tina and Veronica uh, talking about you know who they thought that the decision had come from with that second episode's vote um and you know it's 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 you know different because otherwise it would have just been you know say last season johnny and mj made the one decision and that was it we know who you know we know whose decision it was we know why they're going in uh you know what alliance they were a part of or not a part of so it definitely creates a little bit more room for um you know holes to be filled in as far as you know we're, we're trying to figure out whose move was it who's this whatever but um i definitely enjoy having more people involved in the decision making eventually I'm sure it will come down to a you know us watching the actual vote take place between those six people or if it gets narrowed down between say four people whatever it is um, so so far I'm enjoying that part of it it's uh, you know definitely got to keep it mixed up I can't just have the exact same thing every season so um, yeah no complaints for my end as far as that goes and um, you know we have the the winners of the challenge that are going to have the um, I want to say grenade but it's not a grenade it's it's just a sabotage yep <laughs> uh, which, by the way, but I I can't spell sabotage. Um, the uh, my notes every single time had a red squiggle under it, uh, so just getting an A or an O wrong, and I just could not figure out for the life of me how to correct it. Um, sabotage, Scally. 
I like it. I feel like we've talked about it. It's been called, you know, a grenade was the relic even one like at one point. So there are different terms that they've gone through for an advantage you get uh, that ultimately ends up being a power in the game. And I'm happy we get something like this. I kind of expected it to be like for winning an elimination so that it's like a double edged sword of be careful who you throw in. Um, they might come back with a power, but I think it also like if we're going to reward the top three with the decision making ability, I get that we need to distinguish first place overall with something. So I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought that when like mm-hmm. <laughs> literally until the first elimination, I thought the winner of the elimination was the one with the sabotage. And I was like, Ooh, I wonder oh, who's Tina's nope. going to pick. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, wait a second. <laughs> it's Sylvia. Okay. Got it. Um, so I thought that was really interesting because yeah, I guess there is, you have to provide some incentive to go ahead and get first and not just go ahead and settle for top three, I guess. Um, but it would matter more, you know, who they send in because they're not going to want to send in someone who could potentially sabotage them. But it's it's interesting how the sabotage is played out because we're seeing that, okay, maybe it's not that big of an impact. Right. Imagine they had like one for the person who won the elimination too. And there's like four sabotage players and he, like yeah. not enough people for that. Right. Let alone if it would be, you know, any kind of exciting, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I th- I think I again I don't really have any major complaints of what's what's been happening so far. I'm sure something you know could pop up along the way, but I don't know. Just as far as format goes, um, that all works for me. Any uh, am I yeah. am I forgetting anything as far as how we know think the game's gonna go? Uh, uh, splitting five hundred thousand. I think that's great. It's nice. It feels, to change. Yep, yeah. it feels like not much. I mean, it does feel cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we are on Paramount Plus, you guys. I, I wow. promise I don't keep track of like how much the prize total is each season, but like I would have guessed it was a million, uh, you know, even though it's on Paramount Plus, like because you're splitting it between, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's been this the whole time, but it has. If not less, um, like the first season might have been 250, like period. Right. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, but uh, I we could up it to 750, like big brother numbers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> whatever. That's fine. <laughs> um, let's kind of talk about the people here uh, because you can't have the All Stars cast without the people. And I guess we'll kind of bring it back to episode one as we are going to see everybody entering the house uh, for the first time. And this house is uh, pretty nice. I was I was impressed. I mean, I usually are impressed with the challenge houses, but this one seemed nice. And uh, who's going to show up first? But Tina and Veronica, who are uh, apparently uh, planning on working together this season, and then Mark shows up. We have you know a bunch of. Uh, different entrances uh, until everybody works their way into the house. Uh, Asia, who stood out to you from just any of this, uh, you know, and uh, any anybody's entrances here? I would say definitely the winners showing up together. <laughs> when we had, yes, MJ and John A yeah. walk in together. I was hey, like, champions. Oh, yes, right? Like, okay, we're this, even though All-Stars just, like you just, like you said, a year ago, it's already kind of like, okay, they have some, uh, people should be afraid that they're here like yeah. they are able to have the winners of the past two seasons i i was like oh i'm, I'm kind of impressed like they came in there they're ready to run it back already <laughs> so i think that's cool um and then you know you had a real world real world austin show up together um and so i mean that's something because three people from one real world season i mean let alone you would have to be nervous if someone came from the same challenge season 
So um, yeah, I, I don't know how Wes approved that. I mean, not that yeah. he like is the final you know person deciding this kind of stuff, but like the three of them just walking in together. Like everybody knows that Wes and Nehemiah are like best friends outside the show, and you know as we see the three of them get together in the house, like clearly this the the trio of them have been uh, you know maintaining a perfectly good friendship altogether. So I don't know. It just didn't seem like the best mm-hmm. idea for them optically walking in, but. I feel like Wes is never someone that's going to go under the radar, regardless of how he like enters. A you season. don't say and... from his opening montage, <laughs> like the ghosts like... of the challenge pass of, of just like the whole. I mean, the whole like he was the main character at least in, in the first episode, if not the first two. Yeah, I would agree. I feel like for Wes, for Team Austin, like they could have come in all three separately. It could have even just been only Wes on the season, and no matter what, he was going to get that same reaction. Mm-hmm. So feel like Wes loves the drama. He loves the attention. I'm sure he did not mind at all that they were walking in together. And it's not as if anyone has like forgotten that like Wes and Nehemiah are super close. So yeah. it's not surprising. He's vocal on social media. Like we all know his relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think Wes could show up with the whole real world real world Austin cast and people would still say we got to get Wes out first. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, the Tina and Veronica entrance at the beginning just because I'm a big fan of both of them and and we got to you know we're going to get way more into them as the episodes go on because their uh their relationship will play a big factor and then when Mark showed up it was just nice to have some like OG OGs you know starting off the uh the, the season before we're going to get you know even though I'm a big fan of both of them Kayla and Sylvia walking in uh Sylvia is like why the hell am I here I don't <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> got me to sign the contract, but I shouldn't have. Um, and Kayla is, is again, you know, uh, a controversial challenge all-stars pick just because she is such a recent player. But she is from a season of the real world, so that qualifies her. She's been in a final, so that qualifies her to be here. Um, and she makes her entrance by walking into the pool without realizing she was walking into a pool. And that's just kind of iconic behavior. <laughs> I don't even get how you do that. Like, it was well like, lit. Where are you looking? Like, how is that possible? Like, okay, Tina getting her heel stuck, that's understandable. Smooth, like, you, okay, uh, okay, missed it, didn't see the crack. But the, walking into the entire pool, just walking into the entrance of the pool, how do you, I just like don't Like, the know. camera was on her, she was looking forward, or she was talking to whoever she was talking to, I don't know if Jemmy was there, whoever, um, and she just, next thing you know, looks down, her foot's wet. <laughs> And she's walking with like three people and then you shouldn't you realize that you're you're getting like four inches lower each step you take (laughs) like what's going on where did you think you were going we've never or or I've never I guess is the Kayla defender claimed that she's the smartest uh, person to enter this world but uh, do do y'all know she's married at this point she is right okay okay. she is okay yeah. Well, okay, I wasn't filming. sure of, like the timing if they, she had already if they had already gotten married or not. I believe so. Okay. Just don't 100% quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that they You're did the that whole process here out of anyone. Pretty so. fast. Well, yeah. Um Either way, she's very much not single coming into to this challenge, which is right, uh, right, right. you know, the and last time Kayla. we saw her <laughs> was uh yeah, she was with Bear. Was it Bear? <laughs> It was Bear. God forbid. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, leaving her ex behind for Bear and then coming right off of that season was when she went with Bear to the UK and then ended up being kind of ditched by Bear and finding her way to Sam, who she is now with. So a major yes. upgrade. <laughs> Life moves fast. <laughs> like, God, remember? Yeah. Ooh, Kayla was almost married uh, elsewhere and then 
rushed into this one, but yeah. I and approve now, of this one a lot. That guy is also either engaged or whatever, but he has a child that's like mo- months old at this point. So uh, <laughs> that was all like so long ago, even though it was like three, two, two, three years ago. I don't know. I'm not surprised you know what's going on in Mikey P's life. I <laughs> don't know what you mean by that. Um, <laughs> you know I followed exactly Kayla's life very closely, which means followed or, you know, the people around her very closely. Stop uh, <laughs> judging me. And let's talk about the uh, the group of Tyler, Kendall, and Kellyanne. What did Tyler call them? Did I hear the cod sluts or did I hear? Oh <laughs> no? <laughs> because... I didn't know because okay so they started talking about butt stuff right so like that was the thing and I got that part but like I heard him call all of them the Kahut sluts and I heard it back three times and I was like that's all I hear (laughs) I I, I couldn't make anything of it for a minute I thought he was like the goslets and I was like are you gossipers Mm -hmm. or like what is going on here Uh, I don't know but um, I did not hear what you heard. <laughs> I, I, I heard that this is a Kahutistan club and they call themselves the Kahut sluts. Um, but maybe not. Uh, yeah, there were, <laughs> the, the Tyler and Kellyanne relationship is apparently based on, you know, some stuff that uh, we'll just leave for the two of them. Uh, but the, the main storyline here is is really going to be as Tyler is, of course, going to end up being one of the first people we lose in this challenge season. Uh, we're just going to kind of get some fun moments, some fun confessionals, some fun highlights of Tyler to just make it seem like, you know, it wasn't a total waste for him to show up here. Scally? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Tyler is Tyler. <laughs> like, <laughs> for as soon as it was like last season, I broke three ribs, fractured my. I was like, oh no, um, <laughs> I didn't have super high expectations, but immediately was getting red flags. So um, happy he got the paycheck. Uh, oh, I'm, you know, I like Tyler. Yeah. Any of these? Yeah. Any of these uh, favorites of yours, Asia? I mean, I I liked I liked Tyler's. Um, I think he's fun. I've I've. I feel like I've seen all of his challenge career across the years. Um, I mean, was I just like, oh, my gosh, my favorite is gone. No, but I think he had fun while he was there. And, uh, you know, he he did better than what happened with Melinda, just further hurting right. himself. I felt like that was possibly <laughs> on the table since that season two wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, and look, so. Tyler's a team player. He knew that a gay man was supposed to go home in the first episode and he said, I will not let you know, I will not disappoint the challenge fans. <laughs> I will make tradition. sure yeah. I will make sure that the tradition <laughs> is upheld. Uh and you know, we'll we'll let Cyrus stick around a little bit longer. I'll go home, work on these injuries and you know, come back right. and uh, you know, figure out who's gonna take this spot next time. Hopefully not him. Um but yeah. So Tyler's back. Um, we get, um, I, I don't know, I don't want to like quickly brush over. Uh, Cynthia had a, a confessional there, but obviously we're going to lose her as well, and maybe we'll get more on her later. Um, one of the other big storylines from the all, all of this here is going to be the uh, Scally we've been waiting for it, the Naya and, uh, and, and Jordan of it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's well documented. I'm frustrated by, I would say, both their inclusion on the season. I kind of thought that, uh, no, I didn't really think we were done with yeah, Jordan, yeah, yeah. at least. You uh, have thought that. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to say, didn't actually think that. Um, I feel like, from what I have heard, this is not the last we will be hearing of Jordan's past. Um, I don't remember where I heard that. It could be completely inaccurate. Um, but 
if this is all that we hear and it's like uh i'm remorseful but i'm also grateful for the path that you led me on like um maybe like that could i don't know like are you i don't know it not a big fan to it, say the least it had to be like this like you know that if they were going to have them back it was going to be this uh of like some kind of you know acknowledgement right off the top and like i'm just curious like whenever bananas makes his way back are we going to get the same thing from him is it going to be like no. anybody probably not is it going to be like because mm-hmm. i mean ct continues to come back without you know mm-hmm. it, you know it's it's been it's been strange it's been selective of of you know how they've decided to handle some people that they have you know either taken a break from or somebody like naya who like uh, was was gone since since that incident and you know uh never heard from and you know now now they're both back and you know they're, they they again they talk about it they're like oh we've made some bad decisions we've had some personal growth and now we're here to you know kind of uh you know move forward and whatever and it's like you know if you're here if you're if you're out there and you're a fan of either of them then maybe you're you know sure you're happy that they're here otherwise it's just it's like we're all just kind of figuring out like all right mtv what are we doing what's the what's the narrative what are you trying to tell us or you just think that they're both such good tv they had to be here asia yeah yeah and is it a situation of just like okay the placement of this show is paramount plus so that's the best we would do with them and their redemption story maybe they can redeem themselves there in that arena that's it and not oh we're gonna bring them to mtv um but yeah i i thought it was an interesting way to phrase it introducing them together and then also having them kind of say just put it out there and then you know if they just try to move on from this and you know try to glorify either one of them that'll be really interesting um but you know i don't know i it still is just kind of brushed over because it was there they were the ones narrating it and of course they're not going to be brutally honest about what truly has like happened in their past and people's Mm -hmm. perception of it so I don't know. I just I, I, I'm just curious how much they're just going to be highlighted throughout the season. It's I don't know. For it's I, I feel like for we had the same thing with Trishel on season one where she gave like a brief apology and then she like went and actually talked with Anissa, patched things up. But with Jordan, I feel like there are many, many, many offenses and a non-generous reading of what he says here is basically like, um, yeah, I'm remorseful, but also like all those fights is what brought me brought back over and over and over. And so I'm grateful Mm -hmm. that they happened. Uh, So don't love that. Um, I feel like in the eyes of many fans, there is no need for redemption on either of them. So by just like, doing this uh and kind of sweeping it after this uh, you know is not i feel like they think is satisfactory to whatever percent think that there needs to be an apology but uh it won't like stir up even more drama amongst the people who are not necessarily tracking his behavior in the past and additionally i would believe the apology even a fraction of a percent if jordan had ever apologized on any social media or anywhere else in his past because consistently after anything has happened it's always been basically like well and i'm not sorry so don't hold your breath so uh i'm not you know taking this for anything really 
Yeah, as far as his and his his position in the game goes here, it does seem like he's got like no friends coming in, which is like a little bit comforting um, <laughs> if you don't care to see him do well. But um, yeah. as they acknowledge, it's Jordan, and Jordan's one of the greatest who's ever done you know played this game, uh, and that's why so many people like Wes and all the others are kind of talk- talking about him, uh, potentially targeting him early on because he is somebody that you cannot let get closer to the end of the game unless you're unless you're uh, yes, who apparently wants to run the final with like Jordan and Mark and and Wes and. And like, you know, any of these, you know, bring back CT and bananas and then yes, has his perfect final there uh, of who he'd like to run against. But um, yeah, Jordan is uh, doesn't seem to have a whole lot of connections here this time around. Uh, you know, I don't know that he would have had many last time around either, if not for the Tory of it all. Um, and even that was barely working for the two of them. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like these two are going to be connected as far as their game goes and their story goes. Uh, you know, she was worried about the fact that he... Uh, you know, seems like he's a big target and she doesn't want that for him and whatnot. So, you know, there's not much that I think we're going to get of like how they made up. It was like, okay, we talked it out on our own terms. We made up on our own time. Uh, and now we're back here and working together. So, uh, I really don't, you know, have much else to say about about these two. Yeah. Uh, you know, Wes is going to end up uh, playing his sabotage on Jordan, which, again, uh, Jordan is just good at the challenge and it doesn't even mean yeah. much. Jordan gets into power right away. So, you know, that's just where we are until uh, potentially, if ever, uh, you know, Jordan finds himself not in the top six. Um. So I'm strictly talking about in this moment. I don't know the answer in terms of uh, as of filming, as of after, before, anytime. Are they dating? What's going on? Because they're super close. It was so ambiguous how they explained that. It's like, and I'm so thankful for it. And I'm so grateful. Like it brought me, I was like, brought to what? (laughs) They're like, let's buy this vacation home like together. Or like, (laughs) what is going on here? I mean, I I don't have the answers, which you would probably think that I would if anybody did uh, of the three of us. But uh, I never got that vibe. I know like people at first were like, oh, they're like all cuddly together. But like. I also feel like that's just kind of Jordan and like, I don't know, maybe something happened. I don't don't know. Don't care about like, you know, whatever. But uh, as far as like currently being together, I don't think that's the case. If someone knows at the time of filming, like when they're walking in, are they dating? Tell me. But otherwise, I don't want to know anything. (laughs) (laughs) I did think it was interesting, like when we were getting their story that, you know, how they will splice together the um, ITMs. And, you know, they'll have people looking like they're talking in the same screen. Mm-hmm. But it, it, then they had them on the same screen. I was like, is this? I really thought it was separate. separate yeah. I thought it was two. And then she put her head. her head down on his yeah. uh, shoulder or whatever. I was like, no, they're just crammed in the room there. Like, oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. It was very, it was yeah. very much giving like separate interviews just combined like Wes and Bananas. Yes. Uh, and then like, you know, they interacted in, in person. I was like. This is so weird. I really didn't, yeah. didn't ask for it. Um, well, I, I I don't want dual interviews from them, but I do like dual interviews as like a, uh, you know, yeah. a, a tool. So if they want to use those for other people, I'm encouraging them. Yeah. And be careful what you wish for, though, because like mm. it's going to end up being like, I don't know, Wes being cocky and Nehemiah by his side, just pumping him up or something like that. Like, right. Put get. Tina and Veronica in there talking shit. That would be great, but they don't seem on great terms at the moment. Um <laughs> Let's uh, quickly touch on, on the first challenge itself. We, we always kind of breeze on past the challenges because, uh, you know, there's probably the least important when it comes to talking about the episode. But uh, Asia, what did you think of this first challenge here where we're going to see uh, just a memory game where it's uh, 
memorize a puzzle and you know it's, it's a pretty standard first challenge yeah so it, it was it seems like like with the guys going first they made it seem very challenging right like they couldn't I mean, multiple guesses wrong on the first try. But the Sylvia to go up there, get it right on the first try, yeah. and half the time they said, I was so impressed with that because I was wondering what the best strategy would be. Um, did y'all think about that? Like what, how you would go about memorizing it? Um, I will uh, if I I was feeling uh, a connection to Sylvia because she was like she felt nervous she felt like she had to t you know had like the nervous shits or whatever I was like that would be me I would just be terrified <laughs> um, and then I guess maybe just use that strategy of like I need a bathroom so badly that like let me just finish this as fast as possible yeah <laughs> right <laughs> kind of where I would have yeah. been yeah because I was like okay well do you stick with the similar looking tile focus on that since it was like a variety of like maybe four or five or whatever but whatever Sylvia did worked for her and yeah. so I was very impressed with that and then you know you had the two holes and I mean it seemed very straightforward just straight up memory so yeah it was interesting the people that couldn't get it together I feel like if I'm trying to come up with any type of strategy right now i'm going like all right let me memorize like which tile it is on the first run and then i'll do the direction of the tile on the next time like all right purple orange yellow purple 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 orange and then like up down left right up 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 you know so mm -hmm. wh whether it's horizontal or up and down because if when you're trying to be like purple up and then orange right and then and, like that's going to be tough i think yeah would you guys think of Kayla's dig at all the other uh, women of the cast? She was like, I should win because like they're all like 100 years old and I should have better eyes than them. <laughs> they didn't bring their readers. <laughs> I was like, you're the one who literally walked into a pool, but <laughs> that's not my business. Yeah, let's not bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> None of my business, Kayla. Um, uh, obviously, as, as uh, you know, Asia, you mentioned that uh, Sylvia did well. Wes also did pretty, you know, well, he, you know, didn't get it on his first try, but he was still the first one to get it for the, for the men's side. Um, followed by Yes, and then MJ, and then who was on the women's side? It was Sylvia, followed by Kellyanne and Veronica. So Veronica getting in, uh, getting getting a spot here in this early uh, power spot. Happy to see that for her, because uh, she talked about, you know, she wants to come in here. She's got some championships under her belt, but, you know, especially we know Veronica's story in recent times. She hasn't been the most respected uh, recent player, so, you know, maybe she can kind of turn that uh, around for herself this time around. Um, but, yeah, I mean, again, this challenge wasn't anything too exciting as far as I was concerned. It was just standard and d did what it's supposed to do, Scally. Yeah, I feel like the first challenge of season one was just like so intense. Yeah. And then season two was a little walked back and this was like the most. Um, if this had been the episode two challenge, I would have been like, oh, sure, whatever. But a little, a little boring. Yeah. <laughs> just a little boring. <laughs> Uh, and then poor Cyrus and Cynthia are the ones who are going to finish last. Cynthia had a good attitude about it. You know, just being beat by a puzzle. What are you going to do? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. you know. It was out of her hand. Cyrus, too. He was, like, joking about it. He's like, well, you're supposed to do one thing, and that's not come last, and I, I did. So <laughs> yeah. is what it is uh, for, for that. And this is where we find out, you know, the format of everything. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much what's going on at the challenge. But, of course, the bigger news is going to be when we get back to the house and try to figure out this is the first vote of the season, what's going to happen, you know, who is uh, going to get voted in aside, uh, you know, to, to go against Cyrus and Cynthia. We have these six different voices that are going to be going in there. Uh, there could be an easy way to discuss it if they just go with the, you know, who did the worst besides the people who lost, which would essentially be Tyler and Tina. Um, but is that everybody's plan? I don't know. Well, I do know, but 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if uh, Wes single-handedly could could decide this, that would not have been the plan. No. But mm. the safest bet with five other voices is, uh, we could do this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just go with the, the worst. Should they have done uh, this big Jordan move that Mark and Nehemiah were talking about? Like, Mark was like, I think this would be in Wes's best interest. I, I mean, Wes is going to see... Uh, we're going to see from Wes a little bit later on that he obviously does have Jordan in his sights, but not right away. Scally. Yeah, I don't think throwing Jordan into this first one is the right move. Um, I feel like especially I, I did not think Jordan and Wes like hated each other this much. I really felt like that could have been a relationship that uh, was at least a working one in this game no my memory of the two of them together and in the last season they were on together was not a good one right they uh i feel like it was pretty much this exact thing and then uh jordan was the one that got taken out yes yeah um i don't know i I, like i didn't think they were close but just both of them are entering here never having done an all-stars challenge before i think both of them could use some friends so i thought that maybe they would have put things aside but no um (laughs) i still think (laughs) that a little early to throw this shot yeah right and then being kind of results oriented that jordan would have killed demolished yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely demolished. Oh, so, poor cyrus would have uh yeah well not poor cyrus given the way it went uh but yeah he definitely would have been on, on the first flight home and right that would have sucked for yeah. him because apparently cyrus has been uh, been really trying to to train and get in uh you know the best shape possible for this and it worked uh at least when we get to the elimination we see him against tyler and uh he does look pretty good i mean i i, I don't give cyrus much credit these days but he was impressive enough to me there yeah, I would say so. I feel like if we're jumping to the elimination, um, kind of man, it was fine. Um, <laughs> like that, you know, the, like pa- pile of dirt. It was like, all right, you're, you're going to dig it once. They share the same pile. So it's like yeah. whoever digs it, it doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Like the claustrophobia. Like uh, <laughs> that's like like there's so many challenge eliminations that I look at. And I'm like, that would be fun. I don't know if I would win, but that looks like it would be fun. This one. No, like trapped in there. Like who was it? Uh, Cynthia or someone uh, that was like, yeah, I know I'm I, I know I'm fine. Like I'm just doing an elimination. <laughs> but you like look around, you're trapped in a cage and there's sand in front of you it's it's scary yeah so not the most exciting but cyrus definitely did do well and then where do you get like you both digging at that pile of sand it's just like let the other person dig it out (laughs) yeah go through the same hole and then eventually like you know yeah the the hole's gonna be big enough that yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. save some energy um but yeah, so uh, I mean, yeah, I guess we we were <laughs> we're kind of already at the elimination, but I don't know, just quick things before we uh, you know stop down there for a couple minutes. Uh, they had a, a fun little party going on with the jungle theme, so that was fun. Tyler got to do uh, you know his uh, whole show. Uh, what, what's his drag name? Tundra? Is that? I think that was uh, what he dropped, but you know, I thought it was very fun. Everyone like bowing to Tyler as he yeah. came down. Yeah. Uh, if you weren't bowing, you take yourself too seriously. I was high. <laughs> who was not? And was it like MJ is like his like bodyguard? Yeah. Uh, yes. Who? I, I was trying to figure out who the other one was, but I didn't feel like going back again. Yeah, I didn't catch it either. But uh, yeah, they they were all like having a great time with Tyler, um, and then even when Tyler goes to make his pitch to Veronica, and he's like, "Who are you going to have so much fun with this season? Like, we are going to do shots." We're going to drink. We're going to have a great time. We're going to like tell stories for the rest of our lives. So like you need to keep me in the house. 
And then Veronica's like, yeah, 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 right. Uh, totally. <laughs> yep. Um, it just, well, it's a terrible pitch for Veronica specifically. It was like, a terrible I feel pitch like, for anyone. I feel like there are people, uh, like especially on like a ch- uh, All Stars 1, that like are going to eat this up. But Veronica is so game-oriented that mm. just like prove your loyalty (laughs) just like if she bowed to you before bow to the feet of veronica like i will do anything you need in this game like uh, you can throw me in next week and i won't hold it against you just please save me this time uh like do anything yeah yeah it would have been like a good pitch for jimmy like we could talk about everybody we could talk about you know like i can give you all the tea jimmy would have ate that up I like Jemmy's wow. confessional during the challenge where she's like, I remember everybody else's business, but I can't remember how to do a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a pretty good uh, representation of, of why you are still on the show in general. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not to be too shady. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Kind of was, um, yeah. So I don't know. Anything else before the uh, the elimination itself? Scally um, or anyone? Well, we discussed a little bit with the authority. Uh, I know you mentioned that mm-hmm. Yes is wants to like run against the best. Um I think that that is maybe like partially true, but ultimately I think yes, just wants that to be out there of like big guys who are probably going to be winning and having the decision of who to throw in. Like, don't put me into an elimination because I'm not a threat to you. I want to work with you to get to the end. Uh, Yes, can outrun a lot of these guys. Uh, but can probably not outmuscle them in a lot right. of these eliminations. So I don't think it's a bad like way to start the season for yes, at least. This this is going to be pretty revealing when they when they do these kind of chats. Uh, not that like because I, I it's it's hard to say that anybody really has you know is is hiding a whole lot of cards when you go into a season like this where everybody knows who's friends with each other, working with each other, kind of thing. So like when Kayla uh, a little bit later on is going to be like, oh, I want to save Sylvia, and Sylvia here is like, I want to save Kayla. Like nobody's surprised by that. Uh, and Kayla's like, well, I'm you know I'm getting some information out of these people. I don't know if to me as a, as an outside observer, it does seem relatively obvious of like the people that are probably working together. Uh, but it is kind of interesting to see them go around in a circle and everybody name your number one ally that you don't want to go into the elimination. And then, all right, now that there's half the people off the board because half of them are us, there's six more off the board because there's another, you know, we're down to very few people that we can pick from. So I find yeah, that- we're going to, we're going to reach a point where somebody wanting to save somebody, there's going to be a couple more people there. Like, no, I, I want that person to go in. So I think mm-hmm. that's those are going to be the more interesting authority conversations because you don't just get a plus one. Like, this isn't a wedding. Like, everybody just gets a <laughs> plus one and then 12 <laughs> of us are safe. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. The challenge. Uh, we, we definitely need another challenge wedding to kind of cover up <laughs> right. from some of the uh, previous ones that have taken over our social media. Uh, really, like, we really did not can. need to see Jenna and Zach's wedding. We just didn't. Yeah. Um, no. Anyway, um, and and I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to like rush us so far into the elimination that uh, I almost kind of passed over the Tina and Veronica drama of it all, which was uh, the fact that Tina was one of the names being considered, of course, alongside with Tyler. Tyler was kind of easier for everybody, but uh, Veronica, you know, this relationship that the two of them have, they're, they're working together in the game. Uh, Veronica was kind of mentioning she didn't want Tina to go in, but Wes and everybody else was kind of like, well, we, we can all just say this. It's very easy. The bottom players are going in. It is what it is. So Veronica, you know, is going to try to talk to Tina uh, and you can see that Tina's not like pissed off at her by any means like we've seen Tina when she's pissed off and this is not that uh, so it's kind of just like she gets it but she doesn't really want to talk about it and doesn't really want to listen to Veronica try to make her feel better she's like let's just maybe we'll figure it out when I get back if not this is what it is I don't know yeah it was like a more so like a okay 
that's what's up. Yep. Now I know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't think she's going to hold this against her. Because uh, I, first of all, just don't see where else Tina goes. Right. Um, but I, I think she gets it. Like, there are five other people there. Uh, I think for Veronica, maybe a mistake to hold back. Like, everyone already knows you're close. <laughs> you're, like, the only two um, women here from, like, that specific era of the era of the challenge that were really close. Like, we all like, could have predicted that Tina and Veronica are still probably good. Um, so I don't think it's showing too many cards to... Uh, push a little more for Tina, but uh, who knows ultimately how much she did. Such a weird dynamic for me though, because I have in my head that like Jemmy and Veronica are best friends. Um, but like Jemmy was like the one who took Tina's spot in season one when Tina was like sick or whatever. And she couldn't go if that was the rumor that was, that was there. Um, and then Jemmy doesn't seem too impressed with Tina in episode two here. Um, and I haven't even seen Jemmy and Veronica interacting and Jemmy seems to be with like the Kayla's and Sylvia's. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just paying attention to that. Cause I thought that that was like a surefire alliance and I haven't seen them together once, but plenty more I'm to go. Sure. Jemmy is right in there. Just, we haven't seen it yet. Cause, uh, so. Jemmy leaves no relationships on the table. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is Ben John A's game. I wonder how the two of them are going to interact playing that similar game. I mean, they're working mm. together. So Jemmy's like John A's biggest cheerleader. Sorry. Well, they're such different personalities, I mm-hmm. find. But, but I think Jemmy they... knows that like they play the same game where she like yes. I, I almost felt like Jemmy was trying to take credit for John A's playful uh masterful play in season two like she was on twitter being like yes that's like everything we talked about like the two of us like i'm like she did this on her own girl like <laughs> <laughs> that's not surprising from jemmy though yeah so i don't know now that they're like back together here for a full season i'm just i'm just keeping an eye on a lot of things jemmy related i don't know um as far as the arena goes, we kind of already talked about Tyler versus Cyrus, where Cyrus is going to come out victorious. Um, Tyler put in a uh, valid effort. Uh, but with Tina versus Cynthia, uh, Tina seems pretty upset because if she wins, Cynthia goes home and she likes Cynthia. Um, I like Cynthia, too, in the you know 20 minutes I've gotten to re-remember who she is. Asia? Yeah, I definitely wanted to see more of her. I mean, just being one of the two that I wasn't really that familiar with I definitely wanted to see more of her but then I also didn't want to see Tina go that soon so it was kind of a tough spot but you know it was uh I guess that you know we had no choice uh I guess I wouldn't it's tough for anyone who goes home first really because I'm like who would I have wanted to go uh but maybe maybe Melinda could have gone first (laughs) probably should (laughs) have I mean yeah yeah I don't know. I feel like I was going to be kind of sad either way. Uh, Cynthia, like, really solidified that, like, oh, I like her. (laughs) But she was like, if you cut me open, a bunch of wine will come spilling out. (laughs) Um, Like, okay, wine mom. Um, (laughs) But I don't know. I thought it was pretty. I thought she was funny and, like, nice enough. So uh, if Cynthia comes back, I'm not going to complain for sure. Yeah, I mean, it would be. I, I would. I would say it would be surprising, but Sophia's gotten a call for three seasons of the Challenge All Stars, so uh, <laughs> nothing truly can be surprising. Also, Cynthia was on the Challenge Mania podcast, so if anybody wants to hear more from her, you know, her story and all that kind of stuff, that's you know what they do over there. Um, you know, breaking everything down with uh, with actual Challenge contestants. So I'm curious to you know get Cynthia's perspective of like how things all went for her and if she would want to come back and whatnot. So um, you know. Pretty. She talks about how her son was one the last time she was on any kind of challenge or MTV show, and now he's nineteen. Uh, so she's you know just wow. uh, just kind of putting it into perspective, which yeah, it's crazy. It's a lot of years. Yeah. 
It really is. Yeah. It's uh, true. It's true. But but yeah. I'm gonna say the so, timeline where Asia was on Big Brother 17 and then on the challenge. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what could have been? <laughs> right. <laughs> the challenge CBS or the challenge challenge? Mm, uh, either one. Oh, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Let, let, let's see it first before. Uh... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, any anybody have uh, last thoughts, Cynthia and Tyler, as they're on their way out here? I bet we'll see Ty if if not next season. I bet Tyler might be back uh, if they go for like a season five. Mm-hmm. I feel like he has some. Uh, he needs you know. There's some redemption there, um, and I even think Cynthia. Now that she's shown herself that she could do it, she's done one competition and she was able to do it. Um, even though you know she was last, she still impressed herself. So I think you know she has that fight in her to come back too. So I I, th- I would love to see both of them back. I'm curious if Tyler comes back, what it looks like, Um, because I know that we have pointed out like on All Stars 2 and here how frequently the gay men have gone home just like early and not really played uh, a huge part in the strategic game. Um, And I don't know if that changes if Tyler comes back, unfortunately. I feel like so many of the relationships are just set in stone out after years and years and years. Uh, And I think that is one of the downsides of an all-stars so i don't know i'm curious to see if that can be fixed because he knows it's a problem but i'm curious to see maybe all-stars 4 will be like all lgbt <laughs> yeah okay. it's a cast of like 12 people <laughs> it's every cast member they've ever had <laughs> <laughs> wow bravo to i can't even think of <laughs> anyone at the top of my head for, for getting a callback um exciting uh <laughs> exciting to watch that one uh scally what do you think of this uh you know very mysterious mention from tj that when you win an elimination you take that person's stars and you're going to have more stars in your jersey which will eventually mean something uh but we have no idea what that is do we know uh, any inkling I'm like, are you going to be able to, I think it'd be like fire tokens in the end. You can purchase Ugh, an advantage in the that. challenge. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm, And then like, let's say Melinda had won the second elimination. Does she get both of Tina's stars and now she has three or does she just get one for winning the elimination? Truly, it's going to um, turn into like an American flag on these people's shirts. Just like stars. <laughs> right. Over. Like if, if this goes all the way to the final, like imagine yeah. like, you know, somebody has like 12 stars by then just because you're beating people that you know have other stars i don't know like it's gonna it's gonna look it's gonna be dramatic yeah i'm interested to see um i don't hate it though i you know preliminarily saying where i don't know what it actually does um i think that it is an interesting like i enjoy people that have been in an elimination being rewarded in some way uh just in like being able to shake up the game in some uh way whether that be on a week-to-week basis or like, okay, you really fought for your way to this final, like, let's help you out. So I'm curious how that ultimately is going to play out, but I'm not mad yet. Yeah, and and it's it's also going to be, I mean, it has its good and it's bad because I could see someone wanting to go against Tina just to get four, so they can have four Mm -hmm. stars. So um, I just wonder what, what can it what can it be? I mean, besides the obvious, like some type of advantage in the final. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Literally. I mean, it's the kind of thing where like as it was playing out in the episode, I was like, oh, I don't even care. <laughs> like it'll the, when they when they tell me what it is, I'll care then. And then I was taking notes and I was like, wait, but I do a challenge podcast where I should probably like start to try to speculate of like what's gonna happen <laughs> next. And I was like, honestly, still don't know, don't care. 
I'm wondering if it's like, all right, uh, if you have seven stars or above, you get to sleep inside for this final. Oh. But if you're below, you sleep outside, like, and then, like, right. you know, three or below, you don't even get a bed. So I'm curious how that's going to go. Yeah. I just yeah, want to talk like to the t-shirt maker. or something. I could see it. Whoever's making these t-shirts is going to have <laughs> quite the task <laughs> for themselves. Like, can you get it? Can, can we order a, a two X with uh, six stars on it? Oh, wait, wait, uh, miscounted seven stars. Can you add one more? That's what <laughs> they're having Sophia do since she was on oh my God, site Scally. with the alternate. She you gets to iron terrible. on the stars. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We are doing all-star challenges and uh, whatever it takes for all of us to be doing them together. Right, Sophia? So <laughs> Sophia, you're on staff now. You know, I love that for her. Uh, the role of costume designer. Um Getting into episode two, uh, there's kind of two big stories before we get to the challenge itself. One is going to be uh, the godfather, Mark Long, is going to have a phone call home uh, with his mother, who uh, very unfortunately is battling stage four breast cancer. Um, And it's just a very touching phone call with his mom. I mean, we know the story. Mark uh, is the one who's pretty much responsible for the show existing. And episode two is going to have a big focus on Mark because of, uh, spoiler alert, him also ending up in the elimination. Um, But, you know, we get this little uh, phone call here that's just, you know, know it's nice to see that you know there's it's nice to see more of what's going on in his life and you know how supportive he is uh, uh, with his mom and how much she uh you know loves watching him on the show she's wearing the you know we want og shirt just very touching and you know of course you know sending best wishes to uh to her and all this galley yeah i i feel like it, mark has like brought his mom like on social media on podcast and stuff so i feel like she's been kind of a presence in the challenge universe for a little bit um and so i liked getting to see her here i think it really like tugs on the heartstrings humanizes mark a lot um to the audience and ultimately uh makes you root for him uh significantly more yeah yeah for sure because you know, I feel like we didn't get this in season one with him being such like the, you know, like you said, Matt, the reason that this is even that we're even getting to witness this. I feel like there was such a lack of Mark content um, outside the context of the game. So I really enjoyed being able to see this and see him um, get this moment with his mom. And it just it just always helps to see what they're fighting for. Yep. Um, I mean, it, it's, you know, not to, uh, there's no like comparing people's story from season to season, but it, it's definitely, you know, whenever we get these flashbacks and I'm just thinking of the next person I was going to start talking about was Melinda because of her ankle and, and whatnot. But Melinda's story last season of just everything she shared about what she had gone through and how she got there, uh, you know, especially with these players that are from the older era and, you know, having them back, we don't necessarily know what's going on in their lives since, you know, all those years ago. So, um, yeah, it's definitely, you know, some of the stories are, are you know, a little bit more, uh, uh, sad and unfortunate than others, but it, it is nice to kind of catch up with them and, and like you said, Asia, see what they're fighting for. Um, but to transition over to Melinda, uh, she you know gets a little bit about how she's happy to be back in this house with Wes again for the first time in a long time, but unfortunately she's coming into this bit of a roadblock where uh, the All-Stars 2 final was, I believe I saw um, only a couple of months before this and like a very short amount of time before All-Stars 3 went out to film and that, I don't remember the exact timeline, it was like, you know, 2021 and that was pretty pretty much, you know, 17 years ago at this point. Uh, but it was, you know, uh, Melinda was, th- was there. She sprained her ankle or rolled it a couple times, whatever the, the case may be. Obviously, it's not looking great for her. And she's going to, uh, that's pretty much going to be, you know, her story throughout this episode of why she's going to end up going home. Yeah, it's confusing how 
in like Melinda's ankle is still bothering her from rolling it a couple of times, which I am not doubting is very painful and very real. But Tyler broke three ribs, his wrist and like <laughs> displaced his diaphragm, but he's fine. <laughs> like, don't worry he's about good. him. He's <laughs> absolutely fine to compete. Uh, so I'm a little confused on that timeline of things, but yeah, I was all like immediately just like, Oh no, I really like Melinda. Um, obviously, uh, was not the right time for her, but I just like saw the writing on the wall as soon as it started happening. Yeah, I mean, Asia to cut ahead to like the very end where we're gonna see. I mean, not only you know she's gonna get voted in, it just seems like they all kind of came to that kind of consensus of like this is an easy person to put in because her time in this season is probably done at this point. Like she seems very much not able to do a lot. I mean, she gave us a confessional while she was up in the air with uh, this second challenge being like, Oh, like things seemed great. I was, you know, my ankle felt fine. And it was like, you are in the air. Like you are not putting a single drop of your weight onto your ankle right now. It's, it's, it's suspended over the water. Of course it feels fine. Uh, I'm sorry that you had that false hope for a couple minutes, but uh, to cut ahead, you know, she's going to go into this elimination and not even be able to participate. She's like, yeah, I, I, this is it. The end of the road. Yeah. The, it, and I know that she was just looking out for her foot because it's like it's only a matter of time before it's going to give her more trouble. But given what the elimination was, do you think that she would have been able to do it? No. Mm-mm. Digging chance. her feet into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, if she like... was, she was feeling fine suspended over the water, but maybe not right. necessarily <laughs> digging these, you know, the, this rolled ankle into the ground. She's going to walk down the stairs. So, like... oh, yeah. Nehemiah <laughs> had to escort her. Yeah. <laughs> like they were coming down for prom. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know why I didn't just automatically assume that she was about to go home. I, I think I thought that she was going to attempt it and then decide to quit just seeing how, you know, how TJ feels about quitters. Yeah. But I mean, it was a good call for her and TJ wasn't mad about it. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. ultimately, like, you know what? Tina, like, quit for her last season. She bows out for Tina this season. Like, yeah. we're even. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we're even. Um, Scally, what did you make of the, uh, selections that were, uh, there was some speculation back at the house before we get to the challenge. And then when we get to the challenge, we find out who the sabotages are going to, uh, Sylvia, who was pretty much forced by TJ to go first. She pleads with him, like, can't Wes just go first? And TJ very angrily tells her no, um, <laughs> TJ, you know, back on his bullshit here, uh, especially with, with Tina, we'll, you know, maybe get some more of that later, but, um, the, uh, Sylvia and West picks come in. One is going to be Kellyanne. One's going to be Jordan. Uh, bad picks, good picks, surprising picks. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> like the, they could only be worse if you gave them to like your active ally. Um, I feel like number one, yes should be who don't i trust here but with these sabotages i don't know that they are going to be so detrimental that they just are absolutely destroying their chances of winning the game and by giving them to someone who's really good they still have like a decent chance of making it into the top three if they're actually that good so you're giving a sabotage to someone who is likely to be able to get a sabotage back against you and or throw you into elimination uh and you also had the the option on the table of like if you give it to someone who is already really bad they're not going to win the chance to screw you over and you're also much more likely guaranteeing your place out of the bottom so i mean it seems harsh but like throw that at someone who you think is already going to fail the challenge and then 
maybe you're uh, getting more out of the sabotage. That's such a good point because they, another thing that got me about this, the actual, like, okay, the person who was sabotaged, but the, what the actual sabotage was the waiting one minute I'm like, wouldn't that have been more effective of making them wait on starting the swing? Because if Mm. you're giving it to someone really good, they're going to get off. They're going to have like we saw Jordan. He picked up his momentum so quickly, was able to get off far beyond other people. And so that one minute was nothing but breathing time for him. (laughs) And so, I mean, Kellyanne, I mean, she just freaked out. Uh, couldn't get and couldn't get it together but yeah. I thought it would have been better served at the very beginning because it would have taken them some time to build up the min- momentum with everyone else yeah mm-hmm. it was it, it wasn't you know uh, for, for the two of these people it wasn't the most significant time penalty if anything it was like TJ's shining moment just to be like oh but remember you have a penalty. Uh, this was all for a reason that we had somebody win a challenge last uh, time around. So you have to make sure that you know you dramatically look sad while you are not uh, competing in the challenge for a minute. Um, which, yeah, fine, whatever. So um, I mean, this challenge itself I thought was uh, more interesting. I like having two different parts of it. I like ha- you know uh, they suspend you over the water. You're always going to get some good reactions of people either falling or um, we had you know this one was uh, that they had to swing. There was an uh, added element there that I feel like is not something we very often see uh, where they were swinging back and forth. And that was like part of if they succeeded or not, because they had to swing high enough to kick the, you know, their box over, which knocked the key into the water and blah, 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 blah. Um, So that was cool. You know, some of the, some of the people that weren't able to swing high enough, it was like, you know, fun to laugh at them, Um, especially Tina who, you know, what the hell happened there? I'm not sure. <laughs> Completely flips like upside <laughs> well, well, down. I think like, her feet got stuck on I the little think so. piece I think she behind just, it. I think she just like toppled over and (laughs) did not have the upper body strength to pull herself back. I think that that was all it was. I thought that they were harnessed in there. So then I was surprised that you even could fall off the swing. Same. uh, I was like, oh, okay. Um, I guess this is what we're doing. Like, should Tina just had to have waited 20 minutes like anyone else that couldn't reach the box? That's what I would have thought. Uh, But they're like nope you're out you're automatically going in i mean it was just one the one small mistake of of swinging too far forward and she's you know potentially going to go home yeah which kellyanne should be very happy because i mean kellyanne this is a six-piece puzzle (laughs) and like there is an outline (laughs) there is like definitive points only on five pieces (laughs) like this should not be that hard (laughs) yeah other people you like you sat there and watched the guys do it first like the first heat of the guys like you know the shape that you're trying to make what is the issue she's like i know it's stupid but it's just this is this is how i am i'm like okay poor girl she said i don't remember what a star looks like (laughs) i was like kellyanne No, for anyone, for anyone who listened to our must lose draft and we already crowned Kellyanne the winner of the season, you know, there is puzzles in the finals. So maybe we uh, need to, you know, walk that back before it's too late. If, if it's not too late, a bad review for the coffee enemas that Kellyanne was bragging about earlier in the episode. We made a bad I... review. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I don't know. Whatever Kellyanne's doing does not seem oh, to not be uh, for... not, not going well. I had to Google anima to see what they were talking <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Um, that, that'll be the final portion of this podcast where we discuss everything that they were discussing there. Um, yeah. 
So, so yeah, I mean, ob- again, obviously Tina was the highlight there. Um, any, any other like major highlights from, uh, from this challenge of people failing Darrell, uh, didn't do too hot. Um, my only note here was that they really just reused the same life jackets in every single season. <laughs> I like I mean, that you noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> Just, but... the, the promo pics from like a lot of the different season 37 uh, challenges were all of them wearing <laughs> these life jackets. and okay. So that's what they're shipping around from location to location. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> TJ right. and the life jackets. Okay. What was up with Wes? Yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> what that, happened? Like, I was surprised at a number of people that couldn't complete this. <laughs> um, because I was trying to look for like, is this a like size thing is this like a strength thing but i don't really see any like unifying factor across who couldn't do this so can we, i was a little surprised can we get wes's like you know parents or guardians on the phone to ask them you know <laughs> did you forget to bring him to the playground <laughs> what did he do in that time instead <laughs> yeah i don't know i was surprised that uh so many people couldn't finish this but there we were I mean, so many people couldn't finish it, but as TJ says, he's never seen anyone shit the bed as bad as Tina did. So he's going to, you know, rip on her (laughs) a little bit there. Letarian also, you know, not not the greatest at this one. So he's going to be going into the arena right away. Um, That's our losers. And our winners of this one are going to be Yes and Kendall, um, which is, you know, great for both of them. Uh, Kendall, somebody that a lot of people have, uh, you know, high expectations on this season as far as I am concerned from our draft uh, has, you know, whatever there. Um, And Yes is, of course, yes so you know that's what's happening there plus uh jordan john a brad and kayla will make up the rest of the authority um and west thinks he's in trouble so not only does he suck at swinging he also thinks that this could be a bad spot for him with uh you know as jordan especially in power after he just tried to you know give him a sabotage mm-hmm. yeah i don't think it's the best lineup for west i think that there are people there like we had seen him strategizing with kayla and you know brad but i was a little worried, especially uh, Yes seems to be no fan of Wes. Yeah, the the, the rivalry that's brewing here, um, I mean, they're showing us a little bit of Wes versus Jordan, but then you know, Wes is going off to kiss Jordan's hand. Um, but the Wes versus mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, the the just for the pure, like... <laughs> Uh, the the words of it all, the wordplay right. of it all, uh, it makes this all worthwhile. But also the fact that these are two strong competitors that are clearly looking at each other uh, very closely. Yeah, it's only one letter off. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I I wonder though, is it enough for Yes to think that he needs to sabotage Wes in the next challenge? I could see it. I feel like especially <laughs> like. Uh, yes has gone out of his way to name Wes after Wes was already agreed to be safe. <laughs> so I can definitely see it's like, well, I've thrown his name out already. Like, I may as well. Uh, he's made it very clear that he is someone that is already known to be untrustworthy, plays the game in a way that he doesn't agree with. So uh, I think yes is coming for Wes's head. Hmm. Uh, we get and to then, another party here. Oh, sorry, see, someone else. Go ahead. Like outside the show. Um, West did an interview and was like the worst, the worst human person, on yes, any of these shows. Is yes. yes, and I was like, guy, was talking about how he's going to donate most of his winnings on season one. Like what? Like do they do you hard humor with Jordan? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I didn't read yeah, the article. Yeah, that reminds me. I, I was going to go back and read it. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know that I was planning to, uh, just because it seemed just like typical Wes, you know, trying to get clicks on something. Not that it was his article that would have, whatever, but uh, I don't know what the hell that was about. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to believe that until I hear it from somebody I trust. So I 
like went back and read it and was like, oh, it must be like a, you know, a clip. But it really sounded like I could have believed, oh, yes, like plays the game just as much as everyone else does and he'll backstab too but no it was like oh he is the worst human i was like oh wow that is something that i would not say about many people <laughs> like okay strong statement yeah um more on that to come uh but we're, we're gonna get to another party here um and aside from kellyanne somehow finding a dog uh at this place that they were at uh the the bigger storyline is gonna end up being that tina is going to come to john a and make a just a quick little comment playing the game being like hey so you know i don't want to go against my friends and i just if i re- I w- you know i wouldn't want to like turn me into an enemy right like so like you know just whatever you're doing you know just just don't make me your enemy um and john a obviously is not going to uh love that a particular pitch from Tina uh, ends up discussing it with Jemmy and Kayla. And they're like, so that was effing weird. Like, what mm. was that all about? Um, it's just, I mean, I, I kind of just ch- chalk it up to Tina being Tina uh, Asia. I don't know if you you know, felt any, uh, you know, strong way about it or, or not. I was just like, okay, that's just Tina saying things that Tina says, but yeah, I thought so too. So I'm, I didn't know if that was maybe just John a not knowing Tina that well, which I feel like she knows the challenge and the history, so she knows the people. (laughs) So I don't know why she was so caught off guard by that, if she just read the tone differently than how Tina intended or or what. I was very confused about how it just escalated. Yeah, don't turn me into an enemy. I've been in both eliminations so far. I'm a strong player in this game. (laughs) I feel like... Jemmy, no. Uh, I feel like, you know, well, Jemmy and John A both know. They're well aware of Tina. It was on All Stars 2 premiere. John A was like, I know Tina. I know what she's all about. She wants people to flatter her. So I don't think it's that she, like, doesn't know how Tina operates. But it would be nice if Tina had just been like, hey, I would like to not go against my friends. But Tina was like, hey, these two, they're my girls. And if you throw me against them, I'm coming for you. And I was like, whoa, this is not the right way to go about this. You could have accomplished the same exact thing in such a different way. I mean, that wouldn't be Tina, but it was um, a lot. Yeah. Um, Scally, as we get to, you know, where the authority is going to go gather up and and talk about who's going to actually go in, uh, we see Kendall kind of leads the discussion quickly just mentioning, which they all already knew, uh, both Letarian and Tina don't want to go against their friends. Okay. Uh, pretty obvious, but sure. Um, Letarian had like a list of like half the house. I mean, that he's good, good friends with these days. So yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a little interesting. He's like, so I don't want this person, this person, this person, this person, or, or this person. Also, I like this person. So maybe not this one. Um, and uh, you know, so it's like, which one was more ridiculous Letarian or Tina's requests? Um, either way, the six of these guys are going to make their own decisions anyway. So yeah, I mean, I think it was only three people, only one more than Tina. It felt like but... a lot. It really did. <laughs> yeah, it was like Nehemiah, Cyrus. <laughs> just, it, it felt like it was going Starts on. Starts naming the but... All-Stars 2 cast, Sophia, right. like yeah, all these people he doesn't <laughs> want to see in there. So, I don't know. I feel like it, it was what it was. What I will say, though, about this deliberation is I've given you crap for wanting Kayla so badly on this season, but... I feel like Kayla has been pretty good on these she first two episodes. It. She knew what she was doing. I mean, I yeah, I was. Uh, I'm always a fan, but I was a fan. <laughs> she called out the real world, real world Austin of it all. Say, you know, she these did. three are going to have each other's backs, and you know, this is a good time to do something about it. None yeah, of them are I, here. it's not that I did not 
like understand Kayla's appeal as a character. Like I've enjoyed her on other seasons. Um, I think I was just a little hesitant just being how recent of a cast member she is. Yeah. And the fact that she's like 29 years old coming in and competing against people in their fifties is just going to throw me off a little bit. Um, but I think maybe at this point I'm willing to say it's worth it after these first two episodes. Cause she is, she recognizes the game and says like, my alliance is already exposed. I can't lose anything from this. So let's all name our alliances. <laughs> How about we do that? Right. And I think that's what we get from these people who have been on more recent seasons of the challenge is we're getting more of the, the game being played mm-hmm. rather than, Oh, look, uh, you know, there it, there was some camaraderie in season one and season two. And then it's just like, OK, well, we have our one alliance and that's what we're sticking to. There's not much flexibility outside of that um, where we're really getting to see some people thinking through a few options and thinking through some like, OK, these, you know, how Kayla pointed out, these three are always going to stick together. Um, but I also like that she pointed out, OK, it doesn't what they who they want to go against should not be a part of this conversation. Right. <laughs> They're not the ones here. <laughs> Let's keep but, it moving. But that's what All Stars 1 and 2 both were. Uh, exactly. For a long for, uh, exactly. for a lot of it. It was like, you know, just uh, who they decided and who they wanted. And it was very kumbaya. And Wes comes mm-hmm. in saying, like, we're not doing that anymore. Uh, and Kayla's out here being <laughs> like, yeah, we're not doing that. That's not how the challenge works, <laughs> at least while I'm here. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's appreciated. I mean, look, we, we we got down to the choices. I believe they were, they were, you know, narrowing it down of people that were still available on the board after everybody made their picks. On the women's side, it was like Ronnie, Melinda, and Veronica. Ronnie, I feel like, would have been the chalk pick if this was like challenge one or two, uh, all-stars one or two, of just like somebody who nobody has really any connections to. It's an easy person to say. But Kayla and all of them are like, no, we're not doing, you know, an easy vote. We're doing a, a move here. Um, Melinda is obviously going to help break up that real world Austin crew. Plus, it's also kind of easy for them because she's injured and she's probably going to go home. Um, and then Veronica would have broken up Tina and Veronica. But also, that's not like the strongest pair in the game. So you probably want to take a crack at Wes and Nehemiah, which is exactly what they do. So I just thought it was the best possible decision. Yeah, the thing is, so I like, obviously, I agree. I appreciate like the game of the challenge and that's why i've been watching the challenge so long but uh, all-stars 2 was kind of the medium for me of this still feels like an all-star season tonally but it is like a game is being played so whereas this time i kind of feel like i'm just watching the main series challenge with old cast members and i'm not complaining it just feels like i have two seasons of the same show at this point rather than two separate shows Mm mm-hmm I can see that. Yeah, that's very that <laughs> very true. It's like watching the the MTV one with uh, just yeah a older cast. people. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, a right, cast. true. That's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not um, saying that I'm against that, but I don't know if we get like a season or two down the road and it is all of a sudden like very unrecognizable and it's just like oh well these are all people that were on in the last yeah. couple seasons. Well, there's no going and, back. I mean, we're not going back to All Stars yeah. one or two. I don't think. Like, no, I agree. It's it was it was special for what it was at that time, and I can agree and appreciate with what you just said. Um, but you know, now that Wes is here, now that like the gameplay is is you know being amped up, like even if like Wes and Kayla and whoever else you know that we keep pointing out here, uh, we're not on next season. There's still going to be you know plenty of people around that were like, okay, well, like, we don't have to play Kumbaya just because we're all best friends on a very quick season of a show. So 
I'm just sad for like whatever random cast member they pull, like you know, the Cynthia of All Stars Six, who's like, I'm here to show up. <laughs> it's like, be quiet, we're playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> like that is going to be the deep end <laughs> compared to what uh, some down. of the other people have been out for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as Melinda goes, uh, Tina's obviously very upset when they go back and tell uh, her that it's Melinda. So, you know, she kind of fires a little bit of a shot at John A to us being like, she, she's a very nice person, but that girl's got some teeth. Um, so, you know, she's not happy. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Yeah. yeah. She fully does. And that's why she has a bank account that is uh, pretty enviable <laughs> yeah. at the moment. Um, but we need to talk about the uh, the one that is uh, the shocker here. Uh, the elimination choice of uh, Mark Long. Asia is Mark Long is uh, going into an elimination because he was voted in by his fellow competitors. Yeah, I was kind of like, what? What? <laughs> I was kind of wondering where I, I mean, I, I saw them discuss it, but I still didn't see the logic like yeah. that. It came down to like, I know they were like naming people. OK, yeah. let's just narrow it down between these three people. But why Mark? That's what I was confused about because I feel like a couple other members of this authority named, you know, two or three people that they wanted to save. And Brad only says Wes, where he's also pretty close to Mark. So it uh, might have been an oversight here where ultimately, you know, someone that you are also close with and probably has more longevity in the game and able to help you uh, ends up going in because you're saving your other ally. So, I mean, yeah, it was it was obviously confusing. I was sitting here wondering, well, do they just want Letarian out and they know that, you know, Mark has beat Letarian before and that, like, that's just a good opponent that you can put down there if you want to potentially, you know, uh, make sure that Letarian goes out of the game. But you really want to piss off Mark, especially like, I mean, uh, there's also there's there's always going to be the perspective. And I saw that I, I think maybe Jemmy, Jemmy or Veronica talking about it on Twitter uh, being like, OK, like, why is Mark getting voted in anyway? Like, he's the reason that we're all here. He should uh, have a pass. Like, I mean, that they were literally saying that whoever this was, I'll, you know, I'll go back and check. Um but so I don't know if like everybody's going to agree with that, but like I would have imagined that most of the challengers are on that same page of being like, let Mark live, <laughs> like mm-hmm. at least not week two. Yeah, I did see that was Veronica. Um, I didn't see, you know, you had said that she and Tina had been tweeting. Was there any actual reason revealed behind this vote or was it just questioning why it happened no i think i mean i um basically what i had seen is that tina thought that it was mostly john a because they were kind of throwing it on her but uh that kayla was the one that they were crediting as like really was the one pushing for all of this to happen and um that's just what tina said that she had i guess heard and that was like the, the truth besides what we saw in the edit interesting and i can see that from like kayla's perspective i doubt that mark was like hey you know which og i'm gonna reach out to kayla casillas <laughs> and get her to help me campaign for we want OGs." Mm-hmm. so she probably has no relationship with him and like for kayla i understand that she wouldn't be here if mark hadn't started the show but he didn't cast her they're probably never gonna talk again if she wasn't here she'd be doing fine influencing or something else so uh like what does kayla have to be super thankful for i don't blame her <laughs> yeah and i mean and if it was simply hey we need somebody to get latarian out it you know they didn't explain that very well but i also have a slight issue with how it's revealed to them like they just walk out of the authority meeting and walk up to the person <laughs> like hey it's you <laughs> it's you sorry i like yeah. when it's like oh just put a name on a board and then everyone like slowly comes and finds out like i feel like that's always a moment 
Which I almost feel like was the plan. Like they put the names up on there, but then John A was like, I could just tell them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but I'm interested to see like whether it's Tina, um, just attributing things to John A or if the house is actually, um, you know, if people are starting to throw things on her, I am curious to see how John A plays with a little bit of adversity against her since the first two seasons, she very much was just like the social boat butterfly that no one really was looking at as the big threat, um, that she has proven herself to be. So I'm curious to see if she can overcome it. Yeah. And really quick aside from Mark, because we're going to get right back to him with the elimination, but the fact that Wes stayed out of this, you know, it's, uh, I don't know if that's impressive for Wes or if that's just dumb for everybody else, but it does get mentioned as Wes gets a confessional being like, well, you wonder why I'm so cocky. I had, uh, you know, every expectation thought that I would be in. It made sense that I would be going in, probably couldn't have held it against that, held it against anyone if I went in. And here I am not in elimination tonight. Yeah. I mean, who was the, it was um, the three guys that came down to, they said Wes, Mark and Nehemiah, but I think Wes was, you know, saved by brad so he was yeah so i don't really yeah, know and they were already throwing in melinda so they're like okay we're breaking up that three that way mm-hmm. i guess so i guess people just ultimately didn't want to send in nehemiah but i don't know i was also surprised to see mark thrown in this early yeah um he goes to hype himself up against his little mark long doll like any normal person would have um and we go over to the uh, the arena for the eliminations and we're going to see of course that it's uh you know we already kind of covered the Tina versus Melinda of it all not much else to get to there um except for of course TJ being you know TJ and uh once Melinda says that she's not going to compete uh TJ very you know straight faced I fell for it I I I feel like I don't usually fall for TJ's TJ stuff, uh, but he told her to turn around and pick an opponent because we need to have an elimination tonight. And Tina was like hyped, like she was about to say someone's name, and then he was like, "Oh no, no, no just kidding!" And she turns around, "Fuck you!" <laughs> oh, that was very funny. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> fell for it. I like, was like, "You gotta be kidding me! That is so unfair!" I, I yep. all of them were like, they were, they all had the shocked reactions, like, "No way, is that real?" And then, yeah, yeah. you know what? I didn't even like cross my mind about the fairness of it because i was like this is dramatic um i know i also you know <laughs> three strikes i also fell for it yeah <laughs> um i was excited i almost was surprised that tina just immediately was like no nah, john hey get your ass down here i know i thought she was <laughs> right. about to say it before he could even cut her off and say never mind i thought yeah i thought uh, that do you think johnny's who she goes with um no Ooh, i don't know who she goes with but uh, not last season's champion I don't know. I can right. see that's it. A, I feel like that's uh, <laughs> a big no. opponent. Uh, somebody that she probably feels like she can beat. I don't know who that is. Maybe, you know, Ronnie. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know that, like, I don't know. Ronnie seems pretty strong. Not that Johnny's not strong, but, like, yeah, I don't think there's an obvious pick here. So I can see saw her just the elimination, going. So she'd be able to, you know, have a lot of context to, you know. Yeah. I don't know who's actually, like, just much smaller than her, but, you know, she would have. Whatever. Um, as far as Latarian goes here, we're going to see, uh, we got like a little bit of confessional from him throughout the episode. You know, you sometimes can kind of piece together who is going to be in, you know, discussion for uh, leaving here. And Latarian was talking about how he wants to win this season because, you know, kids are expensive. And I guess he's, uh, does, he has kids, right? But he also maybe wants more. I don't know. Is that what he was saying? I didn't really get the full uh, uh, picture there. I was just waiting for him to start cursing because that's usually what he does. Um, he said he might become a single dad through a surrogacy program. I had thought that he had kids also. 
I don't, um, I don't quite remember. Asia, do you, yeah. do you know remember? Yeah, I don't either, no. Okay. Um, either way, he mentions that kids are expensive, so kids are part of his plan in some way, shape, or form, and that's what he was, I guess, fighting for. Um, and when we get down to it here, you know, we're going to get a rematch of Mark versus Letarian. The uh, elimination is lights out, uh, where they are both attached to uh, this giant pole, um, and you know, got to pull yourself into in the sand as as hard as you can to get the opponent, you know, further away from the button to turn the lights out um, and get you closer to it, which was very much, you know, in Mark's favor the entire time uh, at a certain point we get you know the whole crowd is kind of letting Letarian know that there's a strategy he could very easily try here it's his last hope of running the other way which would hopefully you know distract Mark not you know be what Mark would expect uh, Mark would potentially then you know lose his footing go sideways and then Letarian comes around to get the victory which again very easily could have worked I think maybe if it just wasn't Mark Long uh, this big man that was uh, you know out there very close to the uh, to the to the victory and of course ultimately takes the victory sending Terrian home, uh, Scally, much earlier than he usually goes. Yeah, like this is a big boy elimination. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked once I found out who it was going to be. Uh, like I felt like the weight of it immediately. Um, I wouldn't say Latarian's someone that I come in and I'm like, wow, Latarian's going to win a season. But I never thought that he would be the second out either. So uh, I am very surprised to find it here. I'm trying to think uh, who in this house even would have stood a chance against either of them. Like, MJ and Brad are pretty big, but I don't know. I think this is a uh, very well-fought elimination between the two. MJ, if anything. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I could see MJ doing really well against both of them. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought the strategy was the strategy that they were suggesting to him was a good one if he had had enough strength to power through. Like, mm-hmm. he would have had to get up in full sprint. Like, Mark had too much time to kind of like, oh, well, I'm right here. Let me go ahead and lean real quick. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's like everyone's like, how dare you throw in Mark? And they're like, all right, Latarian, here's how you beat Mark. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Which one is it, guys? <laughs> um. Yeah. So Latarian's going to, you know, make his way uh, out of this season uh, rather quickly here with uh, with a headbutt from Mark Long on the way out. That looked like it hurt. Um, <laughs> and yeah, a uh, short, quick story for Letarian here. It's, uh, you know, he had uh, a, a good structure of people in the house that he was potentially going to work with. So, you know, I'm sure that he wasn't uh, too excited to be leaving early uh, with all of that potentially in place. Uh, but it is what it is. The season's got a lot of tough competitors on it. And um you know, it's it was going to be an uphill battle for uh, for anyone, but especially somebody who I think I don't think Lotarian's necessarily a bad player, but I do, I, I do think he is going to find himself, even if he hadn't been the one that lost the challenge, um, in a position to potentially be voted in more often than a lot of other people. So yeah, I think he's a bad strategist. <laughs> I think yes. that he is actively very good at the challenges. Um, and like I like Lotarian, and I'm not the world's biggest Mark Stan, uh, but. I think ultimately just having Latarian go pretty deep on the last two seasons and uh, not having Mark on this past season. I want to see Mark for at least a little longer. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and uh, Asia, now we have Tina and Mark both with another star on their uh, jersey. And Tina's going to, you know, be the first one to three. Who would have expected? <laughs> right? Who would have thought? Certainly <laughs> Look not. Look at us. <laughs> Looking at Tina with three stars. <laughs> Just exactly where we all predicted her to be uh, <laughs> going into uh, episode three, which, I mean... I don't know how we're already at episode three. Uh, the, uh, right. Scally thought we were going to be at episode one next week, and uh, here we are. Deep into the season. I thought we had two or three more weeks in us, but no. Finale will be by like, <laughs> the end of the month. 
Right. You uh, know, in a tip in a, in the regular season, we we probably wouldn't know what the stars were until you know two months in. Yeah. But since this is only, it, well, might be just a ten episode season, I could see us finding out halfway through, or you know, at the point that they can cash in these stars somehow some way um so i think it'll be interesting that now that she has three stars if people are going to actually just like well let's just go against tina she's already mad from like going in let's just keep doing it or if she's hurt she herself is going to get last again for some silly reason or another um i think that would be just interesting to see right yeah i could see there being a format change i feel like they enjoy mixing up the game and giving us surprises uh that did happen on both of the first two seasons one more dramatically than the other uh so i would not be surprised to see things change at some point and maybe we'll learn about the stars then but uh we'll see yeah uh scally what else anything else before we uh close out this week mm, not really i would say on all stars three um no i'm good i'm interested to see how this cast plays out uh you know there's it's still a couple people that i am not thrilled with here but not all of them got the most screen time either so i'm okay asia any uh, final thoughts here yeah i'm excited about this season like a lot of people that i'm really interested in watching i'm interested to see if any of the winners or any of the champions can run it back um you know because who's gonna have the uh have the the gall to go against yes i mean i could see wes <laughs> doing that i think that would be a pretty good showdown if that if that were something we saw in the arena um but yeah i think it's going to be a good season it, at least it'll be enjoyable to watch um so i'm excited yeah definitely which, a lot of potential out here sorry which Scott, of what? the three winners do you think has the best chance to win again to win again mm-hmm. uh yes. i think yes yeah yeah, I, I mean, so. he talks about, you know, all these guys are bigger than him and whatnot, but he's already, you know, crushing it in the first two challenges. It's not just about being bigger like it, it, in this right. elimination. Sure. Uh, but there's a lot more going on. Yeah, I can just see uh, like him lucking out in an, a like what elimination he ends up getting if he ends up getting thrown in. Mm-hmm. And he's just so good at running those finals. Uh, whereas I think that MJ and John A are both good, but not. Not absolute like shoe ins if they were to make it there, that I would still have yes at number one. Right. Yeah. The only thing that makes me nervous about John A is uh, finding herself in an elimination mm-hmm. um, because there are some, some, there are some competitors there. So I think that, you know, she could find herself up against somebody who could really give her a run for her money. Um, but I think that, you know, she has the strategic ability to, to, to make it far in this type, in this format of the challenge. Um, so I think it would be an elimination that would get her. Yeah, I think the same. And I think that's true of yes, but if they keep these top three as safe, uh, yes, this does not seem to be falling out of that top three anytime soon. So yeah. it might be safe all the way through. We will have to see only one way to find out, uh, with plenty more, you know, episodes to come, whether it's, uh, uh, eight more, or if they're expanding it in any way, shape or form, we'll be here to, uh, to cover them all. So excited to, uh, get into more as we go. We'll, uh, catch you guys up on, on the drafts and everything like that. Maybe next time. Cause this one is a double header. So, you know, we're already running a bit late here and, uh, I think that does it. Asia, thank you for joining us, uh, for this thank premiere you for having me. episode. It's so great to hear your challenge takes since you've never given them to the world before that's just (laughs) insane yeah i was just so nervous you know coming into this like uh sylvia (laughs) um but uh yeah thank you for having me this is fun um definitely 
it 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 definitely made me watch the episode sooner than I would have, because um, I would I would have just liked to pile them up and yeah. <laughs> just binge it. So well, we appreciate I think, it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna keep up so I can keep listening to y'all. Oh, that's great. Um, uh, where can people find you and follow you and check out what you have going on if they are not already? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Asia like Asia A Y S H A like A S I A. Over on Rob has a podcast. I am podcasting about married at first sight right now i have a a feed love at first sight feed where we have the married at first sight content where i talk with jason reed we have uh, about three more episodes to go so you don't even have to watch the show just come listen to us Um, and then i also talk about love is blind and the ultimatum with mary kukowski and we have a good time over there um Brian, you come on. <laughs> Brian, <Surely>. Scally. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm using government names. Um, <laughs> Scally, you come on to talk about uh, Love is Blind, which is a good time. So, yeah, definitely go subscribe to the Love at First Sight feed um, where you can hear all of, all about the dating shows I'm talking about. There it is. Uh, Scally, anything going on in your world at the moment aside from Challenge? Uh, I did just guest on the 90 Day Fiance podcast over on RHAP with Puya, which was a lot of fun. Got to check in on the new season, so people should check that out. Um, otherwise, not much until Big Brother comes back. Just, you know, Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. All right. Uh, on Twitter for myself, at Matt Ligori, uh, recently was just on the Circle, uh, the first batch of episodes uh, recap, which as of right now has not been posted yet, but uh, hopefully will be out uh, by the time you're listening to this or just very soon. Um, it's also kind of outdated already because we recorded it very close <laughs> to when the second batch of episodes dropped, but it'll be there uh, with uh, myself, Taryn, and Amy Chan over on RHAP. We uh, recapped, again, those first four episodes, so that is available if you want to check that out. Um, And again, otherwise, we'll be back here with uh, future episodes of the Challenge All-Stars 3. Thank you again, Asia, for joining us. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Take care, everybody.